chapter number 14 and I, I will read just two verses or three verses and then we will just paraphrase a few of them as we look at this interesting story. Amen. Uh, Joshua chapter number 14 verse number 12 up until verse number 14. <coughs> I am reading the New King James Version. <coughs> it reads as follows. Now therefore give me this mountain of which the Lord spoke in that day. For you heard in that day sorry about that. <coughs> For you heard in that day that the Anakim were there, and that the cities were great and fortified. It may be that the Lord will be with me, and I shall be able to drive them out as the Lord had said. 13. And Joshua blessed him and gave him Hebron to Caleb the son of Je Jephunneh as an inheritance. Hebron therefore became an inheritance of Caleb. The city of Jephunneh, the Kazanite, to, to this day because he wholly followed the Lord God of Israel. Amen. Amen. Can we have another language if there, there is? And we will continue. Amen. <coughs> Father, we thank you for the reading of the word. Speak, Almighty One, in the wonderful name of our Lord Christ and Savior. Amen. Amen. Now, we are reading the book of Joshua. Um, this book of Joshua speaks of the second leader of the children of Israel. This book writes about the leadership style that Joshua had who succeeded Moses. <laughs> but this morning we are not going to speak much about Joshua. But we'll be putting focus on another man that was with Joshua the entire time. <laughs> and the title of today's message is Give Me That Mountain Full of Giants. Look at your neighbor, say, neighbor, give me that mountain full of giants. Before we can put much focus on this man, Caleb, 
It is important that we understand who Caleb is. There are three things that are important in a person's life. Somebody say three things. These three things we all possess. Number one, it's his name. Somebody say his name. Name has power. Name is attached to prophecy. Number two, his origin. Somebody say his origin. You are not who you are by mistake. You are not born from where you are by mistake. God always has a plan. That is why I always say to other people, if God wanted T.D. Jakes to be your pastor, he was going to, to allow it that you be born in Texas. You are not where you are by mistake. It is the plan of God. Number one, it's his name. Somebody say his name. His name. Number two, his origin. Somebody say his origin. His origin. Number three, his tribe. Somebody say his tribe. His tribe. Number one. Hallelujah. Amen. Give me 35 minutes, Pazana, and then we'll be praying. Let's speak about his name. Now, the name Caleb has multiple meanings when we look at it in the Bible. In all these meanings, most of them are zikosinke. One of the meanings that the name has, it means a dog. Somebody say a dog. The word Caleb in the Hebrew language also means a dog. Now, in the Bible, we find types and shadows. We call it typology. Whenever we speak about a dog in the Bible, we also speak of a non-believer. Or in a proper term, a Gentile. Somebody who's a believer, but not, so, not necessary of the, of the bloodline of Abraham. A Gentile is someone who believes in God. In other words, they are not part of the 12 tribes of Israel. It's not necessary to in Matthew chapter number 15, verse number 26, a woman comes to Jesus and she has a daughter who was ill 
and she pleads with Jesus. Please heal my daughter. And Jesus Christ says, I cannot give bread that I'm supposed to give to children and give it to dogs. And this woman says, even dogs can still eat of the crumbs that falls off the table. She believed even though she was called a dog. It, it means then, Bazalwani, Caleb can also be identified as a person or someone who was not originally going to inherit from the bloodline of Abraham. See, it does not matter whether you are born from the right place or the wrong place, whether you are given a good name or a bad name. When God wants you, He will come for you. When God says it's your time to be blessed, Number two, his tribe or his origin. You will know what he by belly, I'll introduce Umuntu, a vela figure, no me that is why, that is why, if I be Messi Funda, Italy should all Zalwan Gubani, Obuya Gupi from which place? His father, we are told, is Jefene. We are not told much about his family. We are not told of how big they were. We don't know whether they were rich or poor. But if we apply the laws of reading the Bible in this, whenever someone is not mentioned much, it means they are poor. Number two, it means they were not worthy. Number three, it means there were people that were, that were disregarded in the community. Even though the Bible does not reveal much about his origin. One thing we know, his faith moved God. Somebody say his faith moved God. When God wants to begin something in your life, whether your family is respected, whether your father has connections, whether you've got a high qualification, when he wants to use you, when he wants to come to your aid, he comes directly to you. 
Hallelujah. Amen. When God wants you, he will find you. No matter how low or weak your family may be, no matter how low your background may be, but when he wants to find you, he finds you. One day he came to a man called Gideon. And he said, you are a mighty man of valor. And this man tried to reason with God. But God said, I have chosen you. Even though I could have chosen somebody else. But I decided to choose you. Look at that and never say neighbor. God decided to choose me. Sometimes we get access to things because we are connected to people. When we mention their name, things happen. When God has decided to choose you, The Bible does not tell us much about Caleb. But God decided to bless him. Number three. His tribe. Some say his tribe. The Bible reveals to us he was a Canaanite. Now, the Bible says this was a small tribe. Some say a small tribe. In Genesis chapter number 15, verse 19, when God speaks to Abraham, Abraham, 
Usalwa isangoma. Uko kwake bogu inyanga. Uye mega kaimiti. Uche hofange nendelo kaya. Askipelu mtuwa. Asisenzilanga basalwa. Saketwa nguye. His tribe entered through the grace and favor from the Lord. It does not matter whether you like your name. But when God has chosen you, he makes a name that is not desirable become desirable. My when God starts to bless you, because you carry a blessing. And I will show people what I can do through a blessing. Those are three important things that one has to identify about their life. But how did Caleb accept God's favor so much? Caleb number one, he portrayed or he revealed a faith that could not be ignored. In Numbers chapter number 13, we read of a story. They get to a place where they can see Canaan, the promised land. And God says, You stop here. Moses went even if we don't worry. Amongst those ten men, the weight was so big, it took ten men to spy the land 40 days. 40 days. Bishop, I don't know what you must have kept my daughter out here. 
City abachekis i kalton vilu kuchinjani banga tatis katis because Uma Behamba is a group, Bazo attracted attention. They had to select areas which were Mobuanapa, Minambuanapa. So that they can have a personal experience of what the promised land is. That is why the Bible says the four that the ten men took forty days to, to spy Canaan. And after forty days they came back. That is why we don't understand that. One by one, Let Bible the first aid. But until they got to number nine and his name was Caleb chapter number 13 verse 30 Caleb silenced the man Somebody say he silenced the man. Silenced the man. Sometimes kubalu negativity. In the name of Jesus. That is why kubalu Sometimes you need to shut them up. 
Amen. 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 What even though? It's possible which is it's possible which is they spoke negativity. But we have No, The minute he did that, Joshua stood up. Oh, And he stood with Caleb. But in Yemen, I learned that. Learned I show. Then I go. Yemen, Yemen. Umose. Umose. Wakulumeni. What he made the promise. That God spoke to Abraham. Come upon you. May you inherit. What God has promised to our father Abraham. In other words, it is also possible 
for God to speak over your life and nothing happens until a Caleb comes and portrays such faith that a Moses will unlock what God has released. God could have given the land to his father. God could have given the land to his grandfather. But God chose Caleb. Because Caleb portrayed faith. My brother, when God delights on your faith, he unlocks. Someone say he unlocks. The promises that he's given Bakuladimitwa Caleb got to a point that he got tired of waiting for the promise. And he portrayed another level of faith. Someone say another level of faith. That said to Joshua, it's high time that I receive what God has promised. In Joshua chapter number 12. Sorry, yeah, Joshua, I think it's chapter number 13 or chapter number 12. Joshua says something. Verse number one. Do not allow your Joshua to die before he unlocks the things that God has promised. Amen. Amen. He got tired of waiting and he remembered the promise. He remembered the promise. In Joshua chapter number 14, verse number 6, another 10 minutes and then I pray, Listen to what he says. Then the children of Judah came to Joshua in Gilgal. And Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, the Kenzanite, said to him, You know the word which the Lord said to Moses. The man of God concerning you and me in Kadesh Baneer. In other words, this man says, You remember Joshua when Moses spoke over our lives. But 
Profeta manje yenzeke ngoku. Ba prophet ona ngwali bibiliza. Kodwe by believe. Imba bibiliza. Koni prophet ichachiska. Una le ku propheta bonkanapo. Uthi lo ndoda lo. Munene uri. Uyakhumbula. Uyakhumbula na. What God has promised us. So uri mayela asebisa sona. Through his servant. Kamuhlanga wa hayi. It's time that it comes to pass. Ina bona lo ngoyesa. Somebody repeat after me. Say whatever the Lord has promised me. Through all his servants. It's time that it comes to pass. May the Lord give it to you in the mighty name of Jesus. And this man, he remembers the promise. The one who forgets the promise. Hey, ya le balance biso forfeits the blessing. I speak against the devil that makes people to forget their promises in a time of need. Amen. Amen. Number two, when he remembered, his faith got revived. His faith got revived. In Joshua chapter number 14, verse number 10, and verse number, uh, verse number 10 and verse number 11. Listen to what he says in verse number 10. What you, when Moses spoke that, I was 40 years old. It has been 45 years since Moses spoke that way. Because he Verse number 11. It reads as follows. As yet I am strong to this day, as on that day that Moses sent me, just as my strength was then, so now is my strength for war, both for going out and both for coming in. Amen. 
And he said, I still have power. But I still have power. And he spoke as an old man. But if Joshua, my friend, give me that mountain. Mountains have different meanings. Number one, mountains, mountains can be a place of elevation. Say mountain can be a place of elevation. There are places where God will not do anything until you climb a mountain. When climbing a mountain, that is why Uma is Number two, mountain can be a, 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 a stumbling block. Mountain can separate you from your place of destiny. In other words, you can be this side and be blocked by a mountain in order for you to get to another place. Number three, a mountain can be a place of, of agreement or a place of, 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 of a covenant. In most of the times, God would put man into a mountain when he wants to make a covenant. He took Abraham to Mount Moriah and he changed everything about the earth. He took Jesus Christ to Golgotha and he changed the destiny of the earth. Number four, mountain can be a, 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 an exercise of faith. Somebody say an exercise of faith. Somebody say an exercise of faith. That is why the Bible says, if you have faith, as little as a mustard seed, then you can speak to what? Speak to me, but you can speak to what? To the mountain. A car. A house. The world. But you can speak to a mountain. Hallelujah. Amen. And, and Caleb spoke to a mountain. But he gave me that mountain. That is full of giants. God promised him the land. God gave him the land. But God did not drive out the giants. When God was supposed to drive out the giants, he deposited faith into Canaan. reality. And you just deposit your faith which God has given you. And you ask, give me this. 
in this season of tough times, may God raise believers that will not run away from the mountains, that will not be defeated by mountains, that will say any mountain that comes my way, give me that mountain. If it's a mountain of poverty, I will show people how to come out of poverty. Show people how to come out of debt. the Lord has promised. But the land that Moses promised to you is given to you. Say it is already given to me. Look at the other neighbor. Say neighbor. It is already given to me. In Joshua 15 verse number 14 an old man 85 years old with his sons with his daughters, with his family, he climbed up the mountain and he climbed out giants and he killed over The Lord will cause you to take over. I say the Lord will cause you to take over. As an entrepreneur, the Lord will cause you to take over. Because of my business, business Whatever mountain comes away, the Lord has given you power. The Lord has given you ability to conquer that mountain. Say, neighbor, I have the ability to conquer that mountain. Hallelujah. Let us stand as we are about to pray. Thank you very much, Christian. Okay.